0: It's a Monday, the fifth of December. You know what time it is? It's time for the audio podcast. Woohoo! This is number thirty-eight. A visitor on cans, and as promised, we're festive cheer. Hooray! Oh. okay. There we go. We're done. Okay. That's our first festive cheer for this week. Handled <laughs> and sorted, and we have a visitor with us. Yes. Hello. Hello, Sean. Hello. Thanks for having me. It, it's a pleasure um sean is a uh, part of part of the team or the main person responsible for hosting the m4u conference uh convention at the start of next year
1: Ooh. yeah it's um max msp for users it's uh going to be at phoenix square in leicester on um, friday the 13th and uh saturday the 14th of january um we have um and we're hosting it in in, in with Cycling '74. We've got some great speakers coming over from America, um, and all across Europe. We have uh, musicians, AV artists, installation artists, and programmers. Awesome stuff! Yeah, fantastic.
0: So, uh, t- taking a look at the uh, taking a look at the speakers you've currently got announced. I see you have a uh, David Ziccarelli
1: coming in. Yeah, David Ziccarelli is going to be opening. Um, opening the convention, he's doing the keynote talk on how to be better at Max, so that's got to be fantastic um, we also have uh, Jeremy Bernstein who is one of the the uh, programmers from Max 6 coming over um, also uh, we have a Julian guy called Bale? yeah, we have Julian Bale he uh, runs a company called Design the Media in France which is uh, really big on um, installations and iPhone apps. Um, he is going to be talking about his work and how he is using Max 6 um, instead of C++ as like a framework for developing his 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 projects. Um, which is good because he's going to be talking a lot about Max 6 and the new Gen Object, um, which is going to be. Comparing it to C++ in terms of the sort of performance you're going to get, which is going to be great
0: cool that's uh, that's some pretty exciting uh, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, what else is going on then? Um, could you tell us a bit of a, a bit of a feel about the whole thing? Is, is this like a formal kind of kind of conference academic kind of conference, or is it a little bit more laid back than that?
1: Yeah, it's going to be a little bit more laid back than that. We have um, a number of presentations during the day. Um, during both days they're going to be we have a couple of workshops in the middle as well we've got um, which you're going to be able to sign up for on a day Um, we have a guy called Nick Rothwell actually coming from University College London who is going to be doing a workshop which is is kind of a lightweight language that you could use along with Max in a similar sort of way to C++ um, Java. he's going to be doing a workshop on um, creating a sequencer Using closure, driving it with an interface that's going to be developed with Max during the day. Um, we have another workshop which has actually just been confirmed, which isn't even on the website yet, by a guy called Adrian Gurokowski, who's one of the developers for Jamoma.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: Uh, now, for people that don't know, Jamoma is a framework for designing patches as uh, modules for um, kind of higher-level constructs. And um, as part of the workshop, we're going to be showing something called Plugtastic, which is a way of the, uh, turning these uh, modules into VSTs and AUs that could be used in sequences. So that's really exciting for people like me that that, that lament the loss of Plugo, you know? That sounds fascinating, yeah. <laughs> We have another workshop on the 13th actually by a guy called Ollie Larkin who is going to be demonstrating something called iPlug, which is a a similar sort of framework for developing AUs and VSTs. And we have one more workshop on binaural spatialization by a guy called Lorenzo Piccanelli, which um, he's developed a fantastic way of uh, complete spatialization through binaural sort of headphone network so we can position sounds anywhere around the head and um, we're, going to, we're going to be showing uh, how that works on the day as well so it should be great.
2: Loads going on then. So absolutely.
1: How, how do people get involved and find out about what's going on with this then? Yeah you can check the website, um, you can google M4U convention Um we've got the site, all the ticketing details are up there. We have a Facebook page. Um, Also, you can go to the Phoenix Square website, which is phoenixsquare.org.uk. We have uh, all of the details on there and all of the information for ticketing. Um, And also, there's going to be a hotel offer as well. So you're going to be able to get cheap tickets for cheap hotel uh, rooms, along with the tickets at the Ramada, which is around the corner. Um, Yeah, tickets for the day are uh, 30 pounds per day or 40 pounds for the two days cool
0: so the two days is definitely a good deal that's a
1: yeah yeah definitely um it's uh there's also student discounts available as well
0: awesome stuff cool so, well it, it sounds very exciting i i guess we can uh i guess sam we can let the cat out of bag that uh the audio podcast is planning on attending we haven't worked out all the practicalities of it yet but we will have our, shall we dare say our tour van, would that be the best way to put it?
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the audio podcast on the road.
0: Yeah, that'd, that'd be fun. So you can meet Sam and I there as well, which would be hysterically funny for us. Yep, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> cool, we're, we're, we're hoping to record the, uh, the the show live, the show there, aren't we? Yeah, so yeah, I think so. That should be kind of fun. With a bit of a max focus, we're going to try and bring some people along as well for fun. So. Uh, we'll be the the light, non serious relief with uh, you know. So you won't. I don't think you'll learn anything about Max from us.
2: Oh, well, unless we do some. I think we we'll t- try to zoom. Uh, we'll try to do some interviews with people who are along, as well as, or as people who've come along ticketed, so we can get points of view from attendees and workshop leaders and stuff. I think I think we'll be able to plug some of that with some of them people.
0: Yeah, we we're and just fretting uh, yeah. them. If not, it'll be fine. We're just... <laughs> <laughs> awesome stuff well that's pretty exciting so can you just remind us when it is then
1: yeah it's uh, January the 13th and the 14th um all day it's going to be starting 10 o'clock and that's um Phoenix Square Leicester UK Leicester UK um and we're going to have some performances in the evening on the last day as well um, and we're going to be working also with the Interact Gallery, which is in Leicester, which is going to be running a month-long Max MSP exhibition, um, which is also in Leicester. It's about two minutes from Phoenix Square, and there's maps on the website and everything. So that'd be great to check out as well if anyone's in Leicester.
0: Yeah, awesome stuff. It sounds like it's going to be a great a great time. We're going to be there, so we'd encourage everybody else to turn up as well. It should be a lot of fun. Sam, if they want to find the link to the website, where could they go? Well, it's on our show notes, which are at wiki.theaudiopodcast.co.uk. It's so slick, this. (laughs) Cool. Um, Sean, is there anything we've missed, or have we got it all all covered? I think we've got it all covered. Yay! (laughs) (laughs)
2: Well, thanks for coming on, Sean. I look forward to seeing you in January.
1: All right, thanks. Cool.
0: Well, we we don't know if Sean's going to stay to... And enjoy yeah, you're welcome to stay, or the other go get things dinner or
1: whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if you want yes. to,
0: feel free. If you want to bail, then that's perfectly okay. That's it. No, that's that's cool. Oh, very really cool. Excellent. So shall we? Uh, shall we hit the main? Uh, the, the main the main show notes here, then. Um...
2: Okay then. Yeah, um, have an email this week from the makers of Sample tank, IK Multimedia. So they now have a Sample Tank application for the iPhone, iPod Touch. Awesome. That's, that's it,
0: New. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> May the groove be with you. Oh, no, no, no. why? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's available on the App Store, isn't it? That's what you really have to say. Is this? Yeah. It is. It's I the great it's thing the... about these iPhone things, isn't it? It's like, yeah, there's a new thing, and it's on the App Store. Yep. Okay. There we go. Dude, that's, that's cool. That's cool. i will show it to mess actually, because there is another new thing, isn't there? Uh Line 6. I'm going to for everybody now. I've jumped to like most of the way to the end of the show notes. That's uh, okay. It's loading now <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh L- Line 6 have released their legendary L- Line 6 tones as well as the mobile in uh, which is their new interface so you can now uh, use a, get a Line 6 interface to go into your iPhone or iPad, which is pretty cool as well. Just while we're on the iOS new toy category. These are it's funny how all these Indeed, Christmas present s things appear around Christmas time, isn't it? Okay. Mm. <laughs> I think that looks if, pretty cool. Yeah.
2: If if if, oh. if we um I that does look very cool. I see that both of these Yeah. Um, cause the IK multimedia, like sneakily with their with the release of this iPod touch sample tank, they're also advertising their iRig alongside that kind of it's it's just there. there seems to be lots of Lots of audio interfaces now that targeting that their that dock. Seems to be a new thing. Yeah. Well, it's not that new, but it's definitely a current thing.
0: You know, the one consistent thing about them all, I always think, though, is you can tell they're not designed by Apple, can't you? That's it, uh, you know what I mean? I, just look at the Line 6 image there. You've got that, you know, obviously an iPhone looks like an iPhone, which is, you know, looks pretty good, doesn't it? And then there's like this kind of, box hanging out the bottom of it, sticking out the bottom of it, and that's where you <laughs> put your guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, I'm just looking at it in a very grim way there, sorry, that's very poor of me. <laughs> but do you really think this is a... Com- is this is this the new the new thing, though? I'm saying, are people just going to abandon their laptops and go for their, you know, reach for their iPhone or their iPad instead? Is this, is this how people are choosing to do things? Because... I I kind of get the whole, oh, I have my iPhone on me and I want to do something. Okay, I need to do it now, mm-hmm. grab the iPhone. But for this kind of equipment, it's you're kind of pre-preparing to use it. it's would, would, Yeah. Would you do that, do you think?
2: If the quality is up to it and the reliability is up to it, then it significantly reduces the size of your gear. All you need to do is carry your guitar and a couple of items in your pocket and you've got your rig there, I suppose, potentially. Depending on, I mean, you still need some kind of amplification on the end. But if you're gigging, then there's often a house system. So, I guess so. Maybe yeah. there's, I don't, I, I just don't know. I, I'm, I'm not an an i thing user. So,
0: Shaun, are you're, I don't know if you're there, but if you're there, are you still, are you a, an iPhone person? Is this the kind of thing that interests you, or?
1: Yeah, I'm an iPhone person. Um, only recently, though, only as of the other week, so uh, it interests me. Um, the only thing I've looked at so far is the uh, the capture device. Okay. For Line um, Media, it's like, um, it controls your Ableton Live set. Yeah. I don't know if either of you have seen it. Yeah, I think we covered it a couple of weeks back, actually. Mm. You see, that looks pretty cool. Um I've not managed to get it working with my network yet, though, so I'll keep you posted on how I find <laughs> it, but it's the way, hey. I thought, I thought with Apple things it was just
2: supposed to just work. Well, that was the that, idea. That's the idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Sometimes it does as well, you know.
0: So um, we probably should briefly summarize that uh, both IK Multimedia and Line 6 are releasing an interface that you can plug into the bottom of your iPhone. To, yeah. To recording speed, well, we did two new stories at once there, so I just uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I just summarized the two of them together. That's okay. Oh, is is the IK Multimedia the one which comes with the USB charging thing on the side of it though? Yes. You see, that's a pretty awesome feature we decided last week. Yep. So, that I'm just that's my vote there. I'm done.
2: That's okay. I've, I've already cloned. I've just closed the Lightning Six window because um, it was seemed to be sucking my internet connection so i don't know whether or not they have the same or not do they I,
0: I i can't see it it's you know if if they do line six you need to redo your graphic and make sure it's really clear that you can plug a usb port into the side of it and charge your phone because people are going <sighs> to love that feature there we go shall we um shall we go on to uh the next story yeah well so should we jump back to the beginning of the list ish
2: and then um, say goodbye napster
0: yeah goodbye napster <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, today, November the 30th, was the last day of Napster's existence. It should be noted that Napster, as notoriously known, ceased to exist many years ago, really, didn't it?
2: And, um... Indeed, it's popped in and out of existence along the way in various geysers. Um, so this is because, well, it, it was purchased some time ago, wasn't it? Is that right? Or is, it, or is this a new purchase that's...
0: Well, am I, you know, am
2: I still? Can you hear me?
0: <laughs> yes, no, you're, you're yeah. definitely still. So Napster okay. was bought by Best Buy. Yeah, wasn't it? From somebody else, I think potentially at some point. Well, I think first of all, the summary is that everybody loved Napster when you didn't have to pay to get music from it, and then when you had to pay to get music from it, nobody was particularly interested. Well,
2: by that, by the time they got to that point themselves, there were iTunes, any number yeah. of other things available. Yeah.
0: So I find it amusing that Rhapsody has struck a deal to buy Best to buy Napster, the Napster subscribers from Best Buy, because I wouldn't have thought you know are Rhapsody particularly doing a a great job of it. I don't know. It's,
2: you know. I don't know who owns Rhapsody. I mean. <laughs>
0: You know, well, let's be honest. We put this in here because we should say goodbye to Napster, because obviously, you know, Napster really kind of, um, well, they kind of rewrote what was going on, didn't it at the time? Um, yeah, they're, it, they're, they're iconic
2: of the MP3. Yeah, it's something. Insert word here. <laughs>
0: well, the reason we know MP3 is because of Napster, probably, isn't it? I think it's fair to say. It's a,
2: yeah, they played a big part in popularizing the format
0: and obviously due to the susceptibility of Napster and the ease at which, when the, you know, when the kind of government agencies went after them, we ended up with the kind of various kind of peer-to-peer, kind of technologies that we now have. So, BitTorrent and things like that kind of were, you know, word development on the Napster model, weren't they? In terms of kind of sharing, yep, these kind of efficient distributed sharing models, which we now kind of see, available and you know. I'd, I'd like to stress that, you know, obviously they can actually be used for legal distribution of things. They're not all entirely illegal, so, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Rhapsody is now being outshined by Spotify, according to the article here. It's uh, well, CNN, the article, so we should take that pinch of salt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, you know, I, I, though, actually, oh, this, hey, Sam, this is a great one, actually. This is just came to me, but you know how um, Napster made no attempt to, play, to pay its uh, musicians for their music? yeah uh, i don't spotify's attempt to pay the musicians for the music isn't exactly stellar either really is it it's uh...
2: well that goes i mean now <laughs> spotify have struck some deals with labels so surely the labels are the things that stand between someone like spotify and the artists so it's it surely it falls on the shoulders of the labels
0: yeah. i don't know i i just wanted to draw that that parallel there you know I yeah it's you know Yeah. You know. So, goodbye Napster. There For now, went. I'm sure. <laughs> yes, I'm, say. I'm sure if somebody earns that name, it will reappear at some point, won't it? we we'll see it once again. Every, I, I could go on to this next one here, because this is my fault. Well, I put it in the show notes. Um, it's, okay. I, as some of our users may be aware, I bought a new laptop. It wasn't a MacBook. I've been running Linux recently. Um, I've been enjoying getting back into the world of Linux a lot, and A show that happened uh, just, uh, I think, maybe two weeks ago, maybe last week, on the Mintcast podcast was one entitled Podcatchers, which was all about how to get podcasts on Linux. So the reason I mention it is because if you're a Linux person and you listen to the live show because you haven't found a nice podcaster to get the show on yet because we don't have iTunes, then here is an entire podcast, which is very entertaining, all about different podcatching options, which I thought was quite kind of cool. Excellent. I thought it was kind of kind of interesting. Uh, From a statistics point of view for ourselves, actually, what I find fascinating is, um, from our own statistics, is I know we we have quite a few listeners in the open source community, but very few non-iTunes subscribers, which kind of shows you to the sort of level of dominance that iTunes really has in the kind of podcast world and and that kind of media distribution. I think it's quite interesting because... I am one of those statistics. I use iTunes to collect podcasts. That's, I still do it. Yeah. There you go. There oh. we are. That's, that's me done on that. I, uh,
2: yep. <laughs> 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 I'm loading the next story. Oh, dear. <clears throat>
0: What's next? Can you tell we're not paid for this? Can you? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, well, just a quick YouTube, quick video. Uh, at MoogFest, there was a sound design panel. There you
2: go. Okay, I'm not going to try and watch that now. This, the, the link on the thing goes straight whoa. to, and it
0: starts playing. Yeah, yeah.
2: Here, here's. Yeah, yeah. I've just got that. Um, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to go into the next thing. I'm just going to keep going through the through them until somebody jumps in on top of me or something. So let's keep going. This is a good, this is a good one though. E musician. Obviously, we're in December, so people have to start reviewing the year. Actually Sam, we should do a review show. Well for one of our weeks we're not gonna be on. But um they have a what they believe the future of synthesis is gonna be. How about that? Excellent. Excellent. Okay.
2: <laughs> that's just, that's is that all that's my contribution to the show today. I should just make a max patch that loops that and, this loop and with it all the time. <laughs> every every like two hundred seconds it'll just say it and I'm sure it'll be <laughs> fine.
0: <laughs> but what amazes me about the future of synths, like, th- this article has, you know, it has a couple of kind of soft synth kind of options in there, but it has a whole load of really big, really expensive, big chunks of metal synths as well. And it, it just amazes me that people people are still buying that kind of equipment. Like, I, I just don't understand why you would, if that makes... You know what I mean? It's like, would you if you if you were buying a simp sound, oh. would you would you be thinking <coughs> let's go get a piece of physical hardware, or would you be thinking soft simp to start off there?
2: Um, hardware, I would actually be thinking Ooh. get hands on physical. I'm I'm moving, I'm ever moving at least conceptually out of the box. So, but okay. yeah, there you go. That's, maybe that was a surprise answer for you.
0: It, it was indeed. I'm going to go to Sean and see what Sean. Johnny, oh, are you a hardware uh, or software kind of synth person?
1: Well, I've always been a software synth person, and really, always. Um, I think, you know, things like... Um, I've always been interested in Max and Reactor, and uh, people, you know, there's a school of thought that, that says if you have a piece of hardware that's built specifically to make certain sounds, it's always going to sound better. But I've always been more in the school of thought where, you know, I'll emulate, I can emulate pretty much anything that you can do with hardware, surely.
2: And extend beyond.
1: And extend kind of beyond in, in, and plastic, in, all yeah. of, in all sorts of ways. But saying that, I've had, a, um, I've had a Roland 303 on my shelf for about seven years, and I've not really touched it in about seven years. And I bought my laptop recently, and it's it's about the only thing I had that I could plug in, that I could make music with. Yeah. And it sounded amazing. I, I feel like maybe I've been missing out
0: on See, the hardware, you know? Yeah, so a... I don't know anymore. I
1: don't know. I would have always said software, but maybe maybe you're missing something. Maybe you're missing out with without, you know?
0: Yeah. Possible, um, I, I guess from uh, having just moved house, I had to cart a couple of keyboards around the place, and a few of them got the uh, saw the, saw the skip, they were a variety of Yamaha PSRs sort of things. But, um, okay, I, I, I pulled across a CS1X, which bizarrely, actually, if anyone wants to make me an offer for it, it works perfectly well, and I'd be happy to entertain it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I just really chucked <laughs> that in there as I'm passing through. Well, because it's you know, what I mean, it, it, this is a problem. example, it's like a keyboard which was a lot of fun when i bought it probably a decade ago and spent maybe the last four or five years sort of propped up against the wall in a in a house and you know what i mean it, it it just doesn't see see regular kind of use and my i have a I have a keyboard i use primarily for gigging purposes but that's more because of the fact it's its primary role in my mind is actually as a very good physical keyboard that i use to then kind of trigger sounds and to you, to trigger synthesis off my off my kind of laptop or off my kind of software rig, so um, it's you know it's kind of interesting because if you look at the price of these kind of things, it's like a you know a Jupiter eighty, which um, you know I, I think some you maybe had the opportunity <coughs> to see that being demoed as well over the over yes this yeah. year, and it's you know the originals were awesome pieces of kit. This is an awesome piece of kit, but it's you know you're potentially looking at kind of three and a half four grand, which is which is two laptops. <laughs> you know it's
1: like yeah exactly yeah
0: it it always seems like a lot of money for, for for what you're getting though they they got you know loads of cool dials and buttons and sliders and there's that immediacy of the physical thing in front of you but nonetheless i it, it always intrigues me when you see the future of synthesis and it just seems to be here's some more keyboards with you know keys on them as the you know as the method of it there i do wonder if I do wonder how long you're going to, people are going to be able to sell keyboards for. Maybe they're just selling forever and people will always want them. I don't know. So.
2: Well, one interesting thing flicking through this article now that's jumped out at me is the idea that they're suggesting of more of reissues of virtual sims, kind of not not just talking about software versus software, but looking at old software into new. Which, I mean, they they've given an example in the article, but also like Samplitude that we just saw put onto the iPhone is in some senses a classic virtual instrument It's, it was quite early on in the world of VST sampling was it not? Sample tank? I think I said yeah. the wrong word yeah,
0: yeah what's your... that's pretty cool I think that makes more sense to me the idea that we're going to see more and more you know re-releases of virtual soft kind of clones of things and That that sort of stuff. It seems much more of a natural kind of interface. Because imagine imagine this scenario. I'm saying if you if you go find somebody who was kind of gigging, kind of gigging cover stuff at the kind of like late '80s or things like that. They'll tell you the stories of when they had transit vans full of simp's that they had to you know that you arrived at the gig and had to drag up a flight of stairs. It was like the ten simp's, so you could play the ten tracks properly. You know, it's and you know, and I don't think anybody wants to get back to the back to those kind of days whereas you know you know like the the ipod's nice can you imagine if you had like your ipad with well the ipad with all of the virtual simps that you're going to need and you've just got a nice keyboard plugged into it and it just interfaces through like that that could be a i think that'd be a much nicer solution for the future for people
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i mean cross from my the this then there's the spectacle of having Huge amounts of things going on, you know. I think, yeah, kind of you no, could get that. There's, yeah, some of the classic arguments against computer music performance is that there's nothing to see, mm. and maybe people like to see instruments, maybe people like to, but maybe, oh, well, maybe people are getting used to the idea that that's not what's important. So, yeah, it's counter kind of my argument there.
0: And I, I think you're probably right. I'm saying people enjoy that whole kind of like, you know, the keyboard player who's got his hands are off in different directions playing bits and he's jumping between the manuals to, you know, to, to kind of move around, move around it. It's kind of, you know, I mean, there is a massive kind of performance feature to it, isn't there? As a, you know, to, to that kind of thing there though. You know, what you, you know what they need to do, Sam? They need to make <laughs> it so that you could get a buy one, get one free.
2: Something tells me I need to flick back to the show notes and load the next story.
0: <laughs> I think so, uh, Sonic uh, Couture. Yeah. Sonic Couture yeah. Are, are running a buy one, get one free for the entirety of December. So, um, you know, if you want something, you could get a buy one, get one free from them right now, which is pretty cool. That's a. Yeah. I like it. It's kind of fun. Um, well, they got a whole load of stuff, All the, all their old stuff's there. Including the, uh, you know, the the old keyboards and the forgotten mono synths, transistor-based organs, so. some gamelan. That's kind of nice, you know. Still there? Have you made it to that one yet, Sam? Because I'm going to jump to the next one. I right? have, and this is this is all
2: soft. Is this soft stuff. This is all. Yeah, it's all yeah. soft
0: synths. Yep. Soft synths, buy one get one free for Christmas only. That's kind of cool. Oh, they're it?
2: not. They're actually kind of like affordable prices if you're just kind of curious, I suppose, to load it. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah this is, yeah um yeah very interested cool
0: i thought that i thought that was very cool while we're in our uh, christmas promotions as i say uh, you know what i mean we, what i have to say is the one of the best promotions i've seen so far for the christmas season brainworks are uh, running a reverse advent calendar discount scheme so from now to christmas you get the uh, percentage of the of the day of the month off everything that you purchase from them so that's pretty cool do you? know you get the inverse? Is that the what? inverse? Sorry, yes. And I
2: haven't quite loaded it. Yeah. Yeah. Because of ways. Yeah. yeah. So on cool. the
0: first of December, you so got twenty-five is... percent off. Yeah. Today you get twenty. And today being the
2: fifth, you would get twenty. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. cool. that kind of works. Yeah, we got that worked out. So or is it,
2: maybe it was twenty-one today. But anyway, the idea's there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're we're just yeah we're just helpless at it. <laughs> So I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that's across all their sort of other kind of various bits that they have available there. So that's pretty cool. I like that. And I thought that was a great advert. I think that's clever advertising. I like what they've done there. So hats off to Brainworks for thinking outside the box on the Christmas promotion this year. I like it. Should I charge on again? Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> uh, fos- uh, Focusrite Innovation uh, have a live webinar running on Wednesday, 7th of December. Pretty cool. Um there's two hundred online seats for grabs. First hundred registrations get a free authorization code for the Scarlet plugin suite. Um you also if you register now you get two hundred meg of Loopmasters samples. So all you have to do is register to attend and you can you can get the samples. I'll just check when the dates are. Wednesday seventh December, ten thirty AM and eleven thirty AM. So that's a you know, that's a pretty great opportunity. Hey that's um I think that's the UK as well, actually. Yeah it is. Actually, it doesn't explicitly say that, but I presume that's GMT Times, actually. It looks to be that way. Yeah, it is, yeah. It definitely is. It's a UK based, UK site here, so there's a quick look on that. So that's a pretty good opportunity to land some freebies courtesy of Focusrite Innovation and also find out a little bit more. It's cool. There you go.
2: Excellent. Great. Right. <laughs> so yeah that's that's the sound of me responding appropriately whilst reading something else which there's something else i've been reading is about binaural aluminium cans
0: okay if are you are we it's you know yeah (laughs) have i jumped the gun no no you're you're at the right place you're at the right place (laughs) for those people who are wondering how much longer this is going to go on for we are almost there we promise
2: yeah sorry everybody yeah i I get my laptop back tomorrow that'd be good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if that's any consolation. It's got a new logic board. Um, yeah.
0: hey, go anyway, this it. is part of the reason for our show title. For those who are wondering why the show title was what the show title was. <laughs> these are the cans. <laughs> Carry on, Sam. you were saying something about the binaural aluminium cans.
2: So, oh no, now I have to try and say their name. This is Angelion? Gelagium? Oh, anyway, somebody has made... <laughs> it's a sample set we love sample sets it's a sample library of um, sound effects and samples of aluminium cans with things happening to them so and recorded binaurally strangely enough as we may have mentioned is is this a free download
0: oh I didn't spot that if it is I don't
2: I I think it is I don't see any numbers it just says there's just a button that says download pack and it links to a .rar
0: Oh, wowzers. Well, so how about that?
2: So there you go. This is quite cool. This is 311 megabytes full of dropping, hitting, tearing, bending cans, and more. There's a PDF that lists all of what's in there, and they've listed the equipment used, and there's there's the obligatory SoundCloud example file there.
0: So that, That's awesome stuff. Sean, are you a um, sample library kind of person?
1: Um... I'm more a synthesis I'm more a more synthesis kind of person, really. I was just looking through, though. Uh, on the SoundCloud, it actually says what the samples are as you go along. We've got hitting can, rolling can, rolling dented pan. Maybe I'll give it a look. We,
0: we find the names <laughs> incredibly. We love the way they describe these things. It's fantastic. So.
1: <laughs> Denting, bending. Denting, shaking can state with the tabs inside.
0: <laughs> oh, that's very cool.
1: I love I, it, yeah.
0: While while, hey, you yeah are, while while I think they are going to continue to be humorous and humorous, uh, you're going to have to go a long I way to beat because... the Medieval Weapons set, which was particularly fantastic. Uh, <laughs> BroadSword on shield. Just hit one, I think. <laughs> it was fantastic. Stuff. Although,
2: it. I have to say that there's probably a more variety of sound within the actual audio files here. I think there's probably all the different sounds you can get out of an aluminium can when it comes to, like, Swanging the tab on the open canon, and things like that. I think there's, there's a lot, there's a lot in there and grinding debris. I've just it the name. Of it. I don't know what that. I don't even know what that would sound like. So
1: no. <laughs> There is two 250 files in the pack. Yeah.
0: That's that's a pretty uh, yeah. If it is free, I don't I don't know if it's free. People just send me links to like sample libraries, which, and then I kind of pick pick the. To, actually, I'll be perfectly honest. I picked the one which I think has the most amusing kind of content and. <laughs> Based purely off its title, obviously, rather than, you know, sensible things. So people will probably send me lots of sensible sample libraries that might, you know, which might have more immediate extended uses. I think, actually, to be honest, I think there was a new sample string library that came out this week from one of the big players, which probably would have been a lot more sensible thing to mention. But mm-hmm. this, obviously, is far more entertaining. So.
2: And the fact that you've... The most insane one also happens to be free on this occasion is... A nice yeah. bonus! There is... There is a bonus. There is a donate, of course, button there. I think that's there's there's opportunity there for people to to give should they happen to enjoy these things and find them useful.
0: Yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think there's more than one. I think there's a whole collection of free sound packs here. Wait a minute, I'm getting in this. <laughs> oh no, maybe not. Maybe maybe there isn't. No, I think there's just the the one at the moment, the binaural collection. I'm, I'm having a quick browse here now. Actually, oh no, oh the balloon. I think we talked about the balloons earlier, didn't we? in a previous thing. Oh, that's fantastic. Balloon binaural balloon sound effects as well, I'm saying. Sound sample pack. That's that's great stuff there as well. <laughs> if if you were really you know, if you're enjoying this as much as I'm enjoying this, then the easiest way to find it's obviously through the uh wiki.theaudio podcast.co.uk where all of our links and everything we've talked about is in some sort of order which resembles how we've spoken about them today, kind of. Which is cool. <laughs> and you know what else is on the uh, on the, on the show notes? The plunder. Um, arr. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, these are, this is something that you again, Scott, has posted, and I did, I have read up on this one. I saw this when you put it up earlier in the week,
0: and it's Max Comics. These are awesome. They, they this... are awesome. Now, I'd like to acknowledge that this was actually forwarded, forwarded to me by, by, by a colleague and a friend of mine, um, who I will just refer to as PA. But I know he listens to the show, so thank you very much, PA, for this link. Fantastic stuff. Max Comics, how awesome are these? Yeah, I've, I haven't read them all yet because I, kind of,
2: I took my timer of them. They're fairly substantial documents. Um, PDFs, free to download, and there's a whole series of them. And it kind of mixes philosophy and technique and geekery with audio stuff. And then and then as later on it gets onto the main subject of actual Max recipes.
0: Yeah. It's pretty awesome, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> they're they're just absolutely fantastic. Um the the yeah, there is a serious point behind them. As to they've been done, I'm saying they've been done as kind of like introductory aids to get people involved and interested in Max MSP. Um but if you're already involved in Max MSP, it is just they're just really fun and there's a whole lot of really kind of Fun things that make sense if you know Max quite well. So I definitely recommend them as some enjoyable, you know, holiday season reading, perhaps. Mm. You know what I mean? For that special person in your life, give them a printed version of it, and then obviously you can read it yourself. That's always a nice gift. So <laughs> a gift that gives back. That's how I like to think of that. That's a... Yeah, that's, so that's pretty awesome stuff. Um, Sean, have you ever seen these? Or
1: I've never seen them, no. Are there, are there printed versions available?
0: No, but they're they're free to download, so you could just download them and you know enjoy them. Oh, they are they are available in a printed version. Ooh, there's an email.
1: Yeah. There's an email to contact them.
0: Oh, I I feel I need to get the sleigh bells back here because this <laughs> I feel uh...
1: sorry about that like I've got all my Christmas shopping done in one go. I think yeah, I'm
0: saying how many? There's five volumes there, so you could that's five people. You can give one of them to each person. <laughs> it's, it's <good> stuff. <laughs> I think my mum would really enjoy one. Maybe it's... my brother as well. Oh, what a what a gift! That's that's fantastic. There. Well, well, I think we've made it to the end of the plunder.
2: <laughs> the of the show, I'm, I I'm. Gonna, I'm going to. I'm going to commit now to putting more effort into the audio podcast next week because I've. I apologise for my poor. My. having not read anything this week and being late and all that. <clears throat> uh-huh. But.
0: I'd also like to thank Sean for being there. Thank okay. you. Indeed. So, yeah. yeah. Good. I, I'm I'm going to grasp Sam up. He was actually late. Yeah. <laughs> I, he was late. He was late, unprepared and
2: late. If, and would have been later if not for Scott kind of making my phone ring once. And then I kind of took the hint that, oh, yeah, it's Monday and it's seven
0: o'clock. Audio podcast time. Woo! <laughs> so ne- uh, next week, we'll be, we'll be here. We're here next Monday, I guess. Yeah, we're still here. It's not that near Christmas yet. So next Monday, there'll be another show. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. I cannot confirm this, but rumor has it that Scott McLaughlin will return. <gasps> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Is all we could say. But we, rumor has it this possibility could occur. It's going to be very exciting for us all. I don't think we've got another guest planned between... Oh, maybe... Do we have another Maybe Oh, we might do. Actually, just ignore me. We might have another guest. <laughs> but we don't know. That's something i got to sort out this week. That's awesome stuff. Cool. So, Sean, thank you very much for coming and telling us all about Max for you. Uh, do you want to plug it one last time? Yep.
1: January the 13th and 14th at Phoenix Square in Leicester. Um, all day long. Tickets £30 for one day, £40 for both days. And you can get all the details at Phoenix dot uk awesome Work stuff the,
0: uh, the audio podcast is going to be there as well so we hope to see you at that there and if not again we'll see you next week for another audio podcast The goodbye from Scott goodbye from Sam and goodbye hooray, hooray.